Hello and welcome back to episode three of Loose Cannons. I am Louie and I'm joined here today with my beautiful and very sexy co-host, Jonathan. How are you? I'm doing well today. What are we talking about? So um, before we talk about what we are talking about, I want to ask you a question. Um, what is a, a fond smell uh, that, that reminds you of a good time? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would say as a kid, uh, I used to uh, huff on exhaust fumes uh, to get a high before going to school as part of my morning rush. Oh, that's that. I actually did that. Literally. I, I I'm not sure if you that. literally did that, but I, I actually did that. Did you? No, yeah, that makes a lot of sense that you said that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I actually did that. I'm actually like, this is like an epiphany moment. Like, I'm I'm learning more about I know but I know a lot about you but I'm learning more about you. Did you do this activity as well? Well, it was it was split between that and the crack cocaine when I was a nine year old. I mean, I really tried everything out, you know, when I was young, so that it wouldn't affect me later on in life, which I now realize is is not the right decision because um, apparently the brain develops. I don't know. That's that's just what I, I, heard. I, I my I don't think my brain has ever developed. To be fair, I'll tell you what though. Um, there were three smells that I absolutely loved when I was a kid. Number one was exhaust fumes. Number two was that new car smell. And number three was the smell of gas. You know, when you're at a gas station and you're just like pumping gas into the car, that smell, I don't know what it is. If it's the, the octane or the, the fuel or, you know, just the gas, but it's, it's, it's intoxicating. I, I actually love that smell. Like, do you agree or do you disagree or are you indifferent about it? Well, I absolutely agree that it's intoxicating because it's poisonous. Is it actually? I'm pretty sure it's not good for you. But there's no way to not smell it when you're in a gas station. That's true. Right? Yeah. So technically, um, when you go to a gas station, no matter what you do, you are losing a couple of seconds of your life every time you pump gas into your car. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure on like the extent of um, whether just smelling those fumes is poisonous or not, but I, I do believe that sucking on an exhaust port uh, with the fumes directly entering your lungs is uh, very <laughs> dangerous and should only okay, be attempted okay. by, by, by seasoned stupid people such as ourselves. I was around the smell. I didn't walk up to the exhaust port and just like sniff it all in. I think that would be too much. I think that would be yeah. deadly. You know that was like an actual thing though. When I was a kid, parents thought oh, that kids were like sucking on exhaust ports because like one kid did it and it was in the news. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it was the I'm same reason though. my mom wouldn't let me buy Halo. She read in the news one time that some kid uh wanted to play Halo and his parents wouldn't let him so he like somehow killed his like some seven-year-old like killed his parents then my mom was like see video games are violent you know it's it's always a factor isn't it video games and like you know how they're violent your parents don't let you get them because my mom never allowed me to play cod growing up uh for those that don't know what cod is aside from being a fish is call of duty um i i did not play cod but i don't know how i did it but i finessed it in a way where I convinced her that although I couldn't play COD, GTA was a racing game. Wow. And, so, and so I actually played GTA throughout my childhood without her knowing that I was just like hacking at people with an axe. Yeah, see, that was the, uh, that was the exact opposite for me. 
I wasn't able to play COD for a while until one Christmas, my aunt bought a copy for me. And my mom like freaked out. My dad was like, well, he's like 12, so he should probably be allowed to play video games. Yeah. Like, like COD is not that bad of a game. GTA is definitely worse. And my mom was adamant about me not playing GTA. And then I eventually just started playing it. I think, you know, like no matter what you do or what game that you play, there is always a passive route to take. You can choose to play COD and not shoot anybody. You can choose to play GTA and just walk around. Yeah, it's really a commentary on society if you think about it, you know? Yeah, you know, just people because get life gives you want. a gun doesn't mean you have to use it. Exactly. Red Dead Redemption can be the next Farmville if you just don't do half of the objectives. It legitimately can be. I'm pretty sure there's a there's a whole like hour log sequence where you're just building a house. There you go. See, it's really just down to what the individual chooses to do. Yeah. You know what they didn't have in Red Dead Redemption? Gas stations. No, they did not. They did not. They didn't have gas stations. And that's why I think I never really enjoyed playing Red Dead Redemption so much because I didn't have the joy of inhaling the fumes or, or the smell of the gas itself. So going back to gas stations, I always looked forward to, you know, when I was a kid, my mom would pull up to the gas station and, uh, and she would pump gas, as you do. Uh, and, and honestly, like when I got there, it was always like a little trip to Disneyland because, oh, you know, right ahead of you, there's like this little convenience store where you can get yourself like a Kit Kat bar or or a snickers and then while you're doing that you can also indulge in the fumes around you and you know i love cars i can look around and just look at all the other cars parked over there maybe there's some you know pretty cool like lamborghini Michelago parked in the uh the, the octane section or anything like that like it's it was like mini disneyland for me like i love gas station aside from the the bathroom situation i think that a gas station could be a pretty good place to survive in a zombie apocalypse what do you think yeah, well, I I'm really interested to see what type of gas stations that you go to because uh, I lived in LA for three years and going to the gas station, I felt like I had to put on a bulletproof vest and like carry a machete oh. with me. I mean, it was really so. I only ever went to one gas station in LA. I didn't have a car for the longest time, but in my senior year, mm-hmm. I got a car. Um, right at the end of it, it was kind of like a graduation sort of thing. You know, my family was helping me get my life set up and everything. So mm-hmm. I, uh, I don't know what that's like, but nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I got this, I got this Nissan Sentra. And yeah. uh, so I went to go fill it up because I was like, ah, oh, the gas is getting low. Um, and I didn't know this at the, well, intuitively, I knew that going to a gas station would be a risk, but I figured since I was close to USC, where I was going to college at the time, I would be fine. Um, I was not fine. Uh, As soon as I pulled up to the gas station, this like crazy lady like hobbled over to me with a water with an empty water bottle. And she was like, can you give me some gas? And I said, no, like I'm trying to pump my own gas here. And by the way, gas is like six dollars. All right, it's it's pretty expensive. And, yeah. And she <laughs> she said, "You are the rudest person I've ever met." I'm like, "What? You came up to me asking me for gas?" I said, "No." And now I'm the rudest person. And literally, <laughs> when I was done pumping my gas, she took the pump out of my car and tried like filling 
her water bottle with the gas, but I had already taken my card out, taken my card out and everything, so she couldn't. And then she just got really frustrated and left. But that was my one and only experience at a gas station in LA. You said that she was holding the bottle, like a Gatorade bottle. Yes, which is actually really bad. Those those containers, those bottles are not fit to carry gasoline. No, not at all. And also, it's not like you can carry a lot of gasoline anyway. No. Like, I don't like, did I don't, you at least clean the bottle or was there Gatorade residue in there? You pour that into the car, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like, it's like a 14 ounce bottle. It's like, what are you going to do with that? I don't even think she had a car. I don't know what she was planning on doing with that. She's trying to get enough gas so she could, like, you know, drive to the next gas station and ask yeah. for it again. Yeah, no, it's. It's it's crazy. So I've I've had some pretty bad experiences at gas stations. So I I choose them very wisely. I live in a much nicer neighborhood now, but mm-hmm. even then, so I live I live right on the border of two counties. I live on the border of L.A. and Orange County. There is a gas station that is more convenient for me to go to in L.A. County, which is cheaper. But I go to the one in Orange County because I know it's safer. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what it is i i am sacrificing 20 cents extra per gallon so that i cannot get murdered and you know is that further away um a little bit it's around the same distance but it's easier to get to the other gas station just um, so what what you're saying is that if you go to the la gas station an old lady's going to come up to you and ask for gas of a dasani bottle yeah. but if you go up to the orange county gas station an old lady will come in and ask for gas in a Fiji bottle. Yeah, it's really, it's a big difference. Fundamental, <laughs> if you ask me. And somehow she has like a Prada bag too. And I'm like, what, what are you doing here? You know? Of course, of course. And she's wearing like, you know, Louis Vuitton uh, high heels as well. Yeah. Yeah. Which they probably also sell at the gas stations in Orange County because they're, they're bougie. But, uh, at that point, I think it's just a bougie thing to drink gas, maybe. I mean, they are. It, it is like as expensive as wine nowadays. I mean, it's definitely a life speed run for sure. Um, drinking gasoline. You know, that's how you set a world record in terms of ending your life. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it's... A world record. I don't, so I don't know if this is the case in Malaysia for you. Um, okay, what is the case? So gas stations in the U.S., aren't that nice but when you go to europe i don't know if you've been to a gas station in europe they are incredibly nice surprisingly no i was recently in london but i don't recall you know going to a gas station when i'm on holiday right right so i used to live in europe so i'd go to gas stations all the time and i can tell you that the so there's two types of gas stations in europe there's the regular one which is pretty nice. Like you can literally go into a gas station and a and like a regular gas station in Europe, and you can buy a sandwich, and it'll actually be pretty good. It's weird. Okay. Yeah, but there's other gas stations which are like roadside gas stations in Europe. So if you're traveling on, say, like the autobahn in Germany or whatever the freeway is in Italy, yeah, autobahn. Yeah, I don't know whatever they call it. Uh, but- <laughs> you just autobahn? The entire country of Italy just cringed. Uh, But anyways, there's these roadside gas stations that have like full-fledged markets attached to them. 
actually that's that's nice yeah it's really nice and they have like the markets have like four to five different restaurants that are all really good you can get like a bowl of pasta or if you're in germany you can get like a schnitzel and a beer which is funny that they <laughs> they just give you beer at Wait, the gas why station is this new? why is this new don't, don't they, they have that in the states you just go to costco don't you there's a gas station right outside as well Costco's Costco's not as nice. So so Costco isn't necessarily like like these are like developed like like food courts almost in Europe. Costco is, you know, it's a it's a big store. It's a supermarket. But you do get a hot dog for like a dollar, which is pretty cool. But yeah, no, the ones in Europe are really really nice. So you're telling me that you just like the ones in Europe is like they're connected to like bottegas. They really are. And you can you can when when your car is getting pumped, you can go get a pedicure at the same time. Maybe get yourself like a Prada bag. You probably could. There's probably a duty free shop in some of them. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. But um, yeah, no, it's uh, and, and you talk about the uh, the bathroom situation at gas stations. The bathrooms in European gas stations are incredibly clean. Oh, you, and you want to know why? Because yeah. they force you to tip the person that cleans the bathroom. Which is the smartest okay. thing in the world. So when you use the bathroom, you are expected to tip like one to two euros. What, just- what, what, what? You mean there's like just someone standing in front of the bathroom and is demanding the money? Um, not in front of them. They're usually like in the bathroom, like cleaning it constantly. Oh, so and- I see. So you want to go in and pee and someone is watching you. But before you can even take out your dong, they're going to be like, oh, I want one or two euros right now. They won't ask for it, but it's an absolute expectation. There's a bowl with coins in it. And if you do not put coins in the bowl, you will get like the death stare from not only the person that works there, but from everybody else that has used that. Ba- it's like, uh, I don't know. There's like this weird telepathic signal that goes out. And all of a sudden, it's like you walk out of the bathroom and everyone in the gas station just starts staring at you. Yeah. Yeah. But it's honestly, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. You, you tip, you tip the person that cleans it so that the bathroom is immaculate every single time you enter. I think I can one up this experience though. Um, You've not been to Japan, right? No. See, Japan has this as well. Think about it this way, right? It has those Japanese toilets as well, right? So the ones that like meet and greet you and wash your ass and say hi and with heated seats and all that kind of stuff. And on top of all of that, I know for the Japanese ones, there's no tipping culture in that. Like it's just always just clean because Japanese people are just ridiculously clean. And on top of that, if you if you go and pump for gas in Japan, you don't need to do it. Someone there will put and insert the pipe into the car for you. Like that's service. Interestingly enough, they do that in Oregon as well. But what you mean the bathroom part or the no the the, the the gas pumping part? But it's oh, for, okay, okay. But it's for a different reason. It's oh. not because they're courteous. It's because people in Oregon are so stupid. Sorry to anybody who lives in Oregon, but this is true, and you can't deny it. People in Oregon are generally so stupid that when they were allowed to pump their own gas in the past, most of them would forget to take the gas pump out of the car. And they would drive <laughs> off and the gas pump would become would come dislodged from 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 the actual uh, uh, station itself. And this only happens in Oregon. So in, in every other 49 state, people remember to remove the pump. There might be one or two states that also follow those rules. But um, even in Washington state, there's a few stations that do that. Um, How do you forget? 
removing the pump. You put it in and you are watching it constantly. Yeah. You have to take it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to understand that Americans are a special breed of people. Um, we value freedom, but we don't value uh, intelligence uh, most of the time. I, I just can't imagine that. It's like you go up there, you insert, you know, the pump into the car, you walk into your car and like after five minutes, you just decide to just drive off. Yeah. It, it's that's it's like if you were having sex and you just you just never took it out afterwards you you shouldn't even like turn on your car when yeah. the pump is inserted into it yeah that's what i'm saying like imagine if you were on a date with this lovely woman and you two got into bed with each other you know afterwards and uh you, you did the thing and then you just never like you just you never took your <laughs> Like, and you just walked around. Like, do you think you would notice that this woman is, like, attached to you? It's the same principle, essentially. But in the when it comes in the gas station sense, it's not like, you know, you drive off and the entire gas station, like, follows you around, right? No. Like, yeah. eventually halfway, the hose has to disconnect. There so would in be a, a dislodged, yeah. You would, like, you and this lady friend of yours, like, maybe, like, you'd be walking around for a bit, you drag her out of the bedroom, but eventually it dislodges and you just walk away and she's just left on the floor. I guess so, yeah. It would also take an immaculate feat of strength to lift someone up <laughs> solely with your penis. <laughs> It's a joint effort. I mean, I guess like you never finish, so it's still hard. So there's a little bit of body to it, you know. Yeah, I guess so. Wow, my parents. Because if you're trying to lift an entire human with a flaccid penis, like you, you need some true strength. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's commendable altogether. You know. I I do believe that this only happens in Oregon. Yes, that is a custom in Oregon where people do that as well. Uh, so they have to have a third person in the bedroom that dislodges the two members from each other after they are finished. I feel like this happens with just everything in Oregon. Like, imagine, like, in Oregon, everyone just pulls out late. So it's like, yeah. um, like if, an, if an airplane were, was to disembark and they forget to, like, disconnect, like, the, the error bridge. Mm-hmm. And so it just drags the error bridge along with it. And then before it takes off, it dislodges. I feel yeah. like that's... Yeah. Well, and it's so being also a third person in Oregon is actually like really high in demand. Yeah. Well, it's also my understanding that in Oregon, when you're at a restaurant, uh, the server <laughs> has to take your fork out of your mouth um, after every single bite, or else you will also forget to do that as well. So I think it's really you know there, there's it's it's with everything. It's like you said, you know, Oregon is just Washington but worse. You know. You know, this this actually makes a lot of sense because I visited Oregon once when I was a kid and I remember that I needed to use the bathroom, right? Mm. And when I was about to enter the bathroom, one of the waitresses, like she came up to me and she was like, do you need assistance, sir? And I was so confused. I don't know why she asked. Now I understand in Oregon, you need another person to wipe your ass. Yeah. Or just to make sure you're okay. You know, (laughs) to make sure you know how the toilet works. I guess I, I feel like a part of me thinks that, you know, like, like people like, or, like, not just or- Oregonese. How, how do you call the people that live in Oregon? The Oregonese? Oregonians? I the, think. the Orgies? 
Can we just go with orgies? That? Yeah, I think it's the orgies. orgies. Is... Yeah, I just feel like the orgies, right? The people that live in, in they, they have like special condition, like when they take a crap. It's like the the poop is not capable of coming out of their their anus like by itself. You need someone else to pull it out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, that sounds good to me. Sorry, I'm just thinking about what we've been talking about for the past ten minutes, and it's uh, it's. Do we have any viewers from Oregon? Uh, we might. I have family in Oregon. Well, I do feel like we might have lost all of it at this point. Yeah, or maybe they're like just sitting along and they're like, yeah, that, that makes sense. That's actually, that's 100% true. Actually, to be fair, I don't think we'd be losing any Oregon viewers because if they're listening alone, they need someone else to disconnect, uh, you know. The, yeah, that's the true. That's true. They would need no someone to press yeah. pause and, and leave for sure. You know what, though? If you are watching and, and you are an orgy from Oregon, I, I, what I will say is that I do commend you orgies because you really put an emphasis on teamwork. Yeah. No matter what you do, there's always an emphasis on community and bringing people together, whatever it is. Yeah. And and I respect that. Yeah. You know what? You know, big up orgies. Big up orgies. That yeah, that sounds like a that could be like their new sports chant for any of their teams, you know. Big up orgies. I like that. <laughs> I mean, don't they have um don't they have like uh uh, what what is it? Uh, a university? Uh, they're they're known as the Ducks, right? Yeah, yeah. They they're actually a really good football team too, from my understanding. I I was able to watch them play uh, USC one time, and they completely thrashed us. That makes sense because football takes teamwork. Yeah, no, it does. It does. Yeah. Every you know what they say, football. man? Shit together, play together. Yeah. Yeah, and you know when they play football, it's every single time uh, one of their players makes a tackle, the coach has to come on and take the guy <laughs> off of the other player. It's like, okay, he's on the ground. I think yeah. they're taking the term orgies a little bit too seriously in that regard. Yeah, yeah. Well, it takes more than two to tango in an orgy. I believe. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does. I believe, according to the <laughs> definition. It's is it is it more than three? Is that uh, it three? has to be right because yeah. two is just you know it's just regular intercourse. Three is a threesome. I mean four. Th- there is foursome. I feel like orgy has to be like five at five least five. Or more. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Five. Or you could use yeah. So well, it would be five with a greater or equal than sign next to it. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess like te- there are technicalities to it. I feel like you can do like four people in the machine. Right. Yeah. No, you could. You could probably do that. You could probably. Put yeah. An animal I in feel there. like as long as there's a sufficient uh, and I would say healthy amount of um, sausages and holes, I think. <laughs> right. Well, the important thing at the end of the day is consent. You know, consent is what matters. Uh, that is that is true that is yeah, true nothing else matters you, you could do it with a with a computer why not but you need consent you need to ask the computer if it's okay yeah and it has to respond in binary exactly because if the computer does not respond then you are indeed raping a computer oh that's what non-binary means i just figured it out it means you're not into computers wait re- yeah so everybody else is that is interesting. I always thought binary was just a song. What? There's a song called yeah, binary? binary Sunset? Oh, Binary Sunset, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always thought it was just a song. I didn't I didn't know there was any other meaning to that. No, yeah, binary definitely is a word that exists. 
Um, I gotta say though, I feel like Tatooine is a lot like Oregon, isn't it? Because like there are two sons in Tatooine. Like one son cannot work without the other son. Yeah, Both of them need to work in tangent together. Yeah. And yeah, and Antifa is like the Tuscan Raiders. Exactly. So, really... so Tatooine is the space Oregon. Yeah. And plus things are on fire like all the time in Tatooine. Things are on fire all the time in Portland. Like, it's really, like, we're, we're drawing a lot of connections here. I'd say the only difference is that, like, I don't think Oregon has that much desert to it. More of a lush Right. Area. That's true. That's true. But but I think it's kind of like George Lucas's, like, artistic take. Because at the end of the day, tattooing in Oregon is just an amoeba of something, right? It's a cluster of something. For Oregon, it's just trees. But for tattooing, it's just sand. Yeah. But in some sense, they do make sense. In some sense, they do make sense. Yes, I, I agree. The least redundant thing you could say, for sure. Back to gas stations, though. Any, anything else you'd like to say about them before we uh, wrap up the episode? Yeah, let's end with something pretty wholesome. Um, okay. Have you ever stolen from a gas station before? No. Neither have I. There you go. Yeah. See, we are we are two upstanding citizens. That's what you gotta know. I might be going around sniffing gas, but I'm not gonna be stealing a Kit Kat from the gas station. No, that's not yeah. how I was raised. We have boundaries. Integrity. We have boundaries. Indeed, indeed. And well, plus, anyway, we're right? paying for the gas that we sniff. Yeah, that that's is true. Well, when I was a kid, I wasn't paying for it. To be fair, right. Right, but you know, you as a kid, you're an extension of your family. That's true. That's true. Like I was reaping the rewards of you know shortening my lifespan by every five minutes every time I enter a gas station. But that's fine. Right. I'm just gonna avoid the fact that you just said shortening. I believe. I said shortening. I think. Oh, shortening. I thought you said shortening. Shortling, you know what? I feel like we can start creating our own language slowly. With every episode, we can yeah. make up a one word, you know? And then maybe in the final episode of the season, all we use are the words that we made up in every episode before. Yeah. I mean, my philosophy has always been if Shakespeare can make up words, so can we. Exactly. Shortling. Yeah, well, I like that. Well, anyways, Loose Cannon fans... This is the end of the episode, unfortunately, but we will have another episode coming out soon where we talk about, wait for it. I can't tell you yet. You have to wait. Anyways, uh, thank you very much for joining us today. I am Jonathan, and this is Louis or Louis or whatever name he goes by today. And uh, thank you very much for listening.